everybody. This is Randy Shandabell, and you're listening to This Golden State. Now that the conventions are in our rearview mirror, I have a question for you. Are you getting nostalgic for President Obama yet? Thank you. I am. America, you've vindicated that hope these past eight years. And now I'm ready to pass the baton. Last week, I wrote an op-ed for the San Francisco Chronicle that basically said whatever you think of Obama's policies, like them or hate them, it's hard to ignore that he's been a model of class and dignity, that he's showed grace under pressure. Even if you feel he's steered the country in the wrong direction, unless he's being remarkably adept at closeting his skeletons, how could you find fault with Barack Obama, the husband, the father, or the man? Can I have some gum? <laughs> you decided to get some gum after all. Yes, yeah. can I get some gum? So you're going to share. Here you go. It turns out I'm not the only one getting nostalgic. Now I'm hearing lots of people talk about it. But for today's podcast, rather than hearing more from me, a Democrat who's voted for Obama twice... I reached out to some more objective voices. My personal thoughts on the man. You know, he's accomplished Dan Schnur is the director of USC's Jesse Unruh Institute of Politics and the director of the poll run by USC and the Los Angeles Times. Up until a few years ago, Schnur was a high-profile Republican. He was the communications director for John McCain's presidential campaign in 2000. But now he's an independent. You know, he's accomplished some admirable things in office, and in my opinion, at least, he's had some significant failures, both out taking sides on the success of his presidency. Um, he has had a tremendous impact, not just on the American political system, but on the country, both here at home and the way we're seen around the world, for good and for bad. And him leaving the stage, I think he, he will certainly leave, leave a hole on the American political landscape. Will you miss Barack Obama? Uh, I I think eight years is enough. <laughs> Bruce Kane is a Stanford University political science professor and director of Stanford's Bill Lane Center for the American West. Before that, Kane, a Democrat, was the director of UC Berkeley's Institute of Governmental Studies. I think he did a good job, but I think if you were to have Barack Obama for another eight years, I don't think we have a shot at trying to move forward. I think we need a different type of personality. And there is the possibility that Hillary, even though she's not nearly as an accomplished uh, a campaigner, might do a better job at working across the lines uh, because I don't think the hatred of her in Washington is as great as it is out in the grassroots. But I do think that eight years was probably enough that he had gone about as far as he could go in terms of a pushing agenda, that the opinion against him was pretty solid. And I think another eight years of that would be a little bit um, depressing. <laughs> so you always hope that there'll be something new coming along. But in, unfortunately, something new can be something worse and we don't know it could be something that's much much worse or maybe uh, we'll get surprised i'm aware that it could take decades to know the true measure of a president but at this point do you think history will be kind to president obama um at the risk of sounding like a cop-out it really is too early to know president obama has achieved some tremendous accomplishments but tremendous accomplishments involve tremendous risk. 
We simply don't know, for example, whether his outreach to Cuba and Iran will ultimately be seen as visionary breakthroughs like Nixon to China or as misguided efforts that created more problems than they solved. Um, we don't know yet as the costs involved with the passage of the Affordable Care Act grow, whether that's going to be a continuing upward spiral or whether ultimately uh, it's something that's, that works in a more affordable way for voters. So, you know, you aim big, you risk big, and ideally you succeed big. But again, the cop-out answer is we don't know and we probably won't know for quite some time. Fair to say that you think President Obama has aimed big? Oh, I think he has. You think history will be uh, kind to President Obama? History is always kinder to people when they leave office than when they are in office. So I think that's a safe prediction. So, yes, I think first people will look back and see that he achieved quite a bit in that first couple of years and that he had an important role in navigating the economic crisis we have. And I suspect that the harsh judgment that he wasn't able to heal the wounds and the partisan divide in Washington, when people look back on it, they'll see that nobody was really going to be able to do that anyway, even though no doubt the criticism that we're hearing now will still continue, which is that he didn't have the personality to reach across uh, and try to create more of a friendship with people in the Congress. But that said, I don't think anybody looking back on it is going to say that it would have made a huge difference. I guess the two most obvious big hits currently are that despite the fact that he's the first African-American president, race relations, at least for the moment, seem to be more tense than they have been in decades. And the threat of terrorism seems to be worse than when he first took office. History will probably say that these things were largely out of his control. He had a little bit more control over the first issue, uh, which is race relations in uh, city area, urban areas. When you look back, his attempts to try to get involved in these things were not very successful. And I think partly because there was a side of him that wanted to be sympathetic, obviously, with black uh, victims of either harassment or uh, of police shootings. But being in black himself, I think it made it very hard for him to play the role that he was trying to play, which is the neutral arbiter between uh, police and law and order versus uh, the African-American community. So it never turned out very successful. And I I don't think we ever had during those eight years what I I think some people in the African-American community rightly expected from him, which was a real concentration on the underlying problems of education, lack of education, poverty, you know, the whole urban agenda that the Democratic Party has really abandoned now for several decades. So I think that will emerge as a criticism The terrorism, domestic terrorism. Uh, we don't know how to deal with it anywhere in the world. Uh, it's happening everywhere, including in Germany now and France. But I do think that was an inability to carve out a new vision. I think he Rightly, since the Democratic Party didn't want to continue to have troop interventions, and indeed, I think public opinion was opposed to putting troops on the ground, which left you with the sort of half-hearted strategy of using bombings and special troops. And that hasn't worked very well. And then 
the degree to which we can have any kind of military success if we don't really commit troops. So I think the lack of a vision in foreign policy is not just Obama's problem, but it's a problem for the whole country. Well, let's stipulate for a moment that it's really impossible to know how President Obama will be viewed by historians. So let's set that aside. Uh, talk about your feelings about President Obama, the man. Um, I think as is the case with not only every leader, but every person, an individual's great strengths are inseparable from their most significant weaknesses. I think one of the president's strengths is his ability to remain calm under tremendous pressures. And I think that's part of what the appeal was for many voters when he ran for president eight years ago. On the other hand, that same calmness or, or coolness, depending on your perspective, also creates some emotional distance between him and a lot of allies and potential allies. So on one hand, he's not the kind of leader, thankfully, who's going to run off based on an immediate emotional reaction. On the other hand, there's clearly been missed opportunities for him to forge closer relationships and closer alliances um, with other political leaders who may have been able to be of help to him. Just talk about President Obama, the man, his legacy there. That, I think, will be a strength for him, uh, certainly <laughs> coming uh, you know, before this election where you have two candidates who are immensely unpopular and have obvious flaws. The fact is we had four dead Americans. Was it I because understand. of a protest or was it because of guys out for a walk one night who decided they'd go kill some Americans? What difference at this point does it make? I am your voice. Uh, Donald Trump is the least popular uh, major party nominee in modern American political history. Hillary Clinton is the second most unpopular uh, major party nominee in recent political history. I suspect that one of the reasons that the current president's approval ratings have risen significantly over the last year or so is that voters are comparing him to his two most likely successors. President Obama is the first president to have to repeatedly affirm that he's an actual American and repeatedly reaffirm his Christianity. He doesn't have a birth certificate. He may have one, but there's something on that birth, maybe religion, maybe it says he's a Muslim, I don't know. Still, as both Dan Schnur and Bruce Kane point out, he's kept his calm, hasn't lashed out or slipped into... Nixon-like paranoia. On policy, on achievements, or on failures, who knows? Time will tell. But how he handles himself, the apparent lack of corruption, his honesty and thoughtfulness, the consensus seems to be that Barack Obama is looking mighty good. Thank you for this incredible journey. Let's keep it going. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. You can find This Golden State on iTunes, SoundCloud, or on Stitcher. Just look up This Golden State or my name, Randy Shandibill. That's S-H-A-N-D-O-B-I-L. Thanks for listening.